You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,217 and interview 1,531. Getting noticed and positive exposure is very challenging for most small and mid-market companies. Terry Sawyer, who is the founder of Tea & Company, a marketing, branding, and PR agency, is coming on the show to discuss her keynote talk, which I've seen now, and it's awesome, titled, Seven Ways to Get Earned, Nearly Free Publicity. She'll be sharing her recommendations designed to help business owners understand how to get noticed. Terry Sawyer, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thanks for having me, Rick. It's awesome to have you here. Before we talk about your talk, let's talk about your professional path. What is your experience and how is that valuable to your clients, Terry? Oh, gosh. I've been in PR for most of my life, PR marketing, branding, and uh, I started my firm a few years ago, we're an award-winning marketing, branding, and PR agency, and we've had the privilege of working with large and small companies, startups to $100 million companies. Some of our clients have included Toshiba, Deloitte & Touche, and Pedago Electric Bikes here in Orange County. So what is it about your firm that makes you special or unique, other than you and your talents? I mean, what is it? Why do clients and prospects gravitate to Tea & Company? We deliver customized marketing, branding, and PR programs where we really listen to our clients about what matters to them. What are their objectives? What do they want to accomplish through the visibility and credibility that's created through the marketing efforts? So how much has PR changed since you started a few weeks ago in the industry? <laughs> when I was 25. Right. Um, it has changed so much. Uh, I came from a, a journalism degree and went straight into PR, and it's now completely different. There are thousands of outlets, first of all, with people uh, functioning as editors, reporters, producers who may or may not have any experience in the industry. Basically, if you have a uh, mobile phone, you're a photographer. If you have a keyboard, <laughs> you're a writer. Okay. Because everything has become kind of outsourced, hasn't it? Uh, yes, for the most part. For the yes, most part. Yes. So the good news is there's many more vectors into the media that there's a lot of opportunities for people who are willing to do the work to get that earned media. And I'll also explain earned media. Earned media is now the term that we used to basically call editorial. Right. Because um, now there's so much paid editorial. So earned means that you're earning the trust of the writer, the editor, producer, and mm -hmm. getting that coverage. Earned means you don't have to pay for it, right? You're, that that you, is right. And You've the, earned and, the right to be covered by the media and, outlets. And there's still a lot of that, traditional news and media. Yes, there is. But there's Absolutely. more and more paid for media That's right. as well. It's a mix, yes. It is a mix. Mm -hmm. All right. I like to ask what um, niches you might be in. So where do you find tea and company is the most beneficial to your clients? What, what are the spaces for that? B2B and B2C. We work in both. For example, you know, for many years I worked in technology. So our team mostly did and worked for the technology, media, and telecom division of Deloitte & Touche. Worked mm -hmm. for Toshiba's laptop division and telecom division actually for more than 20 years. Oops, I'm giving away my age. There. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then on the consumer side, you know, in the, the 90s and early 2000s when the internet started taking off and things really went digital, a lot of things started having technology built into them. So we had the opportunity to work even for um, Disney doing some of their kids' products that had digital aspects. Mm. And now pretty much everything you see has technology. Uh, so we've really uh, embraced the consumer market and um, 
and working with uh, Patagoa electric bikes, for example, which you wouldn't think is a technology product, but there's a lot of technology in a sure bike. Sure there is. Sure there is. Bike, yeah. Well, I, I'm interested because I, you know, I know you and I know your firm. You really have a nice blend of talent within the company as well. Everybody kind of is an expert in their area of specialization, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. We have an incredible team. We have uh, Sandra Eckhart, who's branding and marketing expert and has uh, many years' experience in Hispanic marketing and also multi-generational, multicultural marketing. Right, right. Yes. And we work with Michelle Kennedy, who's a media relations expert and uh, does a great job on uh, national and regional media placements, and just have, it's, it, having a, a good team is essential to being successful. Right, because there's areas of expertise and background, and I, I know that um, you're very good at working with stars and getting media and publicity. I see that a lot with what you've been able to do for one of your clients, Pedigo, as well, and how you've been able to get other big names around their brand, which is awesome. Well, you want to take advantage of the natural ambassadors that you have, whether they are celebrities or just everyday people because stories are what the media really looks for and our brains are hardwired to remember stories so you mentioned celebrities uh, William Shatner who icon of course, of course. Uh, walked into a Patago electric bike store uh, I believe in 2012 and bought bikes and fell in love and flash forward all this time he's been a, just an incredible spokesperson and on board supporting the company he's just been a wonderful asset uh, Martha Stewart also walked into one of the stores in the Northeast, and, and now she's the proud owner of a couple of Pentagos. She liked them so much, she did a blog, and she posted on social media. Wow. And she's, you know, and we, we had the opportunity to, to introduce the two of them together, which was quite fun because Martha, you know, had always been a Star Trek fan. Oh, and, my goodness. I know, huh? And, and um, William Shatner was enamored of Martha. I mean, who isn't? She's right. amazing. So you just think these people know each other because they kind of run in the same circles, but they don't. And you have, and, and here's a company that isn't too dissimilar than a lot of the companies that listen to Critical Mass Radio Show and mm -hmm. Podcast, but through working with you and your team, they've been able to really up their game and their exposure, I think, across a larger platform. I think today, so we worked with them, we started with them five years ago, and I think today everybody thinks, oh my gosh, they're such a big company, and, and they are number one. They have 150 stores. They're doing really great. Um, but, you know, they started, they were a startup, just like so many of, of the companies that you work with and your listeners. And they had to, you know, find a way to get on the map in an affordable way. So mm -hmm. one of the ways they chose to do that was through earned media, primarily media relations. So can we turn our attention now to your conversation, that your keynote talk? I mean, sure. What's the main idea contained in the talk? Seven ways to get earned nearly free publicity. We look at seven different things um, in terms of helping companies uh, look at what they can do to help get that coverage, that visibility. Uh, one of them is um, is uh, using awards and lists. And there's like Inc. 5000, there's um, Best Places to Work, there's all kinds of different lists out there. Regional here in Orange County, business journals all over the country, newspapers, online best of lists, and then, of course, all the national ones like the Inc. 5000 we mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, in most cases, they are um, free or not very expensive to enter. And you, it, depending on what the list is, you may be entering financials, like Inc. 5000 is a financially driven list for privately held companies. Or it can be you know, workplace and where they um, uh, interview your employees. Or it can be an entrepreneur of the year where you put in, you send a, a narrative in, like for the Ernst & Young program, you provide actually both financials and narrative mm -hmm. about your company and, you know, how you built a success um, as an entrepreneur. So, so 
you get a double benefit because you get all the coverage in the publication that's publishing the list, mm-hmm. right? And usually they do a little bit of a profile from what I've seen. So yes. it's it's nearly free exposure. It just takes a little bit of effort to qualify. Yes, and sometimes it, it helps you in other ways. For example, for uh, Pedago, the Inc. 5000, they, they've been on the Inc. 5000 five years, consecutive years. Uh, a couple of years ago, they'd been on there, I think, three years, and we proposed an article to Inc., magazine and one of the deciding factors was that they were already in the Inc. 5000. Right. So that's a smart Credibility, thing. right? That's right. So if your company, if you you can go to Inc., the Inc. 5000 list and anybody can look at them and it's also a great resource for for um, prospects. Yes, it is. Because you can sort that list um, by regions, by types of companies, etc. And look at look at who your competitors are that are on the list and look and see what the um, revenue growth is, is over three years and see if you might qualify and then you know fill out a form next year. It's mm-hmm. usually in the spring. Okay, so that's one down and six more to go? Six more to go. Okay, okay. we'll go through them quickly. No, this is great. Okay. We're sharing knowledge with the audience. I think it's fantastic. Um, I think one of the best sales tools that you can do is case studies. And even really small companies and consultants can benefit from doing a case study. And case study basically looks at one of your clients or customers, uh, the situation that they're in, the challenges that they faced, what the solution was, which is going to be your product or service, and what the results were. Did it, how did it impact the bottom line? Did it improve productivity? You know, did it make doing what they do better, easier, faster, more cost-effective? You know, what are the bottom line? And some quotes. So it's basically an expanded testimonial. Right. Um, so so you, you just gave them the outline to follow for the case exactly. study. So. Exactly. So okay. they can publish those on their websites and then link to them on their social media. They can use them as a sales tool in a sales kit, a, a link in an email, sales email. It, it basically lets your cu- the customer's voice do the selling for you. Right. Yeah. And you get some free exposure for one of your clients, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's yes. a win-win that way. And if you're, uh, if you're interested in getting coverage in trade magazines, they love case studies. So we, we work with a company called Venstar. They're one of the mm-hmm. top thermostat companies. And we do case studies and pitch them to their various HVAC and other restaurant and retail types of trade publications and, and uh, get coverage there. Okay. So more specialized in their area. Yes. Right. It's a little bit more niche. Okay. So we're talking with Terry Sawyer. She is the founder of Tea and Company. She's really highlighting some of the main ideas in a keynote talk that I've seen her deliver to a room full of uh, small business owners, medium-sized companies. There was a lot of good conversation that happened in those. So let's keep moving through the list. What's next, Terry? Association marketing. I love association marketing because it's kind of low-hanging fruit. You are marketing directly to your key audiences. So let's say, for example, for a client that we worked with um, uh, that did market research, uh, they were a member of the Market Research Association of America, and they have magazines, blogs, trade shows, directories, so we basically pitched all of those. We ended up with four feature articles about interesting um, market research uh, trends and uh, several guest blogs, speaking engagement at one of their conferences. And, um, and you know, you're marketing directly to your own audience. So it's a great way to to reach people that need to hear your message and need good prospects for you. Especially if you want to be seen as a thought leader in your field, I think association marketing makes a lot of sense because that you build momentum inside your own industry, mm-hmm. plus people mm-hmm. in your industry notice who you are, right? Yes, and if you are already a member of the association, then you are taking advantage of what you're already paying for. Right. Okay. So, again, we're talking with Terry Sawyer. We're moving through the seven ways to get nearly free uh, publicity. What's next, my dear? Partnerships. 
Now, when people think about partnerships in, with companies, sometimes you're thinking about you know cross-selling, that type of thing. There's a lot of ways to do partnerships. One way is to do it for publicity. I recommend that you partner with companies that are bigger than yours but have the same audience. Like, for example, for Patago, they partnered with Airstream. Their customers are all people who love leisure, outdoors, adventure, you know, activity, and ha- you know, having fun. Mm-hmm. So it's a perfect ma- match between the two companies. And Patago uh, basically rebranded a bike with the Airstream name on it and then right. went to the, the Airstream Palooza where thousands of people came with their Airstream Didn't trailers. Even know there and, was such a thing. Oh, it's so fun, huh? Right. And they uh, you know, were able to sell the bikes. But that's perfect because audience. many people who take go RVing, they take bikes with them to get around once they park it there and the, the, they don't want to unhook and, right. and if drive a, it to the restaurant or the And if the demographics yeah. right an electric bike is more attractive than a than a non electric bike. So I mean that's a perfect relationship. Yes, yeah. and also uh, we we uh, uh, they didn't partner, but we did PR for um, magazines aimed at boat owners. It's oh. for the folding bike, folding electric bike, because you know you're, you're not going to take your boat out of the water and take it down to the restaurant with you. Right, right. right. So that's why I gave them a way to have transportation. So, what I what I noticed in your in your talk and what you're doing again here today on Critical Mass Radio Show and podcast is kind of thinking non traditionally about how you might get relationships that could help both of you. Yes. You know, you got to every day, all day, you got to work on your business and make it better. But sometimes in this area, in your talk, you're really giving people ideas to think a little, do something a little bit non standard from what they would normally do. You know what? Just think creatively. Where are your customers and how do you reach them and how do you find new customers? And like, and how do you do a win-win? With partnerships, you always want to have a win-win. Right. Um, for example, Airstream is a very old brand. It's been around for a long time. It's revered. People yeah, it's love kind of, them. It's viewed it's as iconic. a quality. It's a quality product. It's very identified. It's not it's the cheapest iconic, product. Right. right. It's iconic. So um, to them, it was cool to have a bike with their brand on it that was kind of the, the newfangled thing, if you will, Right. with the old iconic brand right so it was a nice fit for them so see this is this is part of the secret sauce that you and your team mm-hmm. they'll bring to companies who mm-hmm. want to think this way right it's mm-hmm. just the ideas of how you, the brainstorming piece of yes. it. yes that's my favorite part of my business actually is brainstorming uh-huh. and coming up with out-of-the-box ideas to help companies succeed so i can honestly say from working with you for a number of years you are an idea machine and you've been my muse many times so i can attest personally to the impact of working with terry sawyer directly but we're not here to do a commercial for you as much as share (laughs) your knowledge um how how do you feel about speaking engagements is that a good one for business owners speaking engagements are great you know sometimes uh, people are afraid to do it really but it gives you credibility um, when you get up there on the stage and you talk in front of people and you do get used to it and it's good if you practice practice in front of a mirror and just realize that it's not going to kill you right so and you can um, share your knowledge share your insights in a way that you know you're reaching people directly um, not just through media relations or an article or blog or whatever you're really reaching your audience directly um, there's lots of opportunities for both experienced speakers such as yourself. You speak as a keynote with uh, large conferences and events. But if you're a novice speaker, start out with um, you know the chambers and business clubs like Rotary, etc. They're very happy and appreciative to have a speaker come in and, and share expertise with their group. Right. I gave. Uh, I'm giving my Kelly Katz leads the talk. Leads the rats talk tomorrow, and I think how many years ago, 2010, I was giving it at Rotaries mm-hmm. just to get the experience. And it's a great way to fine tune your message, and I know that you've done that with um, at at the Cove as well. Yes, UCI. 
Yeah, or you're fine-tuning all your wonderful jokes. Right, you got to <laughs> practice. You have to practice, and yeah. the more you're comfortable with it. Okay, so we're almost finished with the seven ways. What are the last few? Um, media relations, which is really my most of my background, is getting press coverage for your clients. Uh, there's so many more media outlets. Like, you know, we were growing up where we have like five channels on TV, something right. like that. Now there's, what, thousands? <laughs> seems like it. Yeah, it seems like it. So there's lots of opportunities there. Um, and there's opportunities like for news stations, obviously, like CNN and Fox. They're news all the time. They have to fill their content. There's, you know, also lots of online outlets, online outlets that are tied to major publication, like Forbes.com is part of Forbes Magazine, Inc.com, et cetera. Um, so there's so many opportunities. You also get to work with... Um, freelance journalists, which most of the journalists these days are freelance anyway, and it's an interesting mat, uh, batch. It can be somebody who's uh, an executive or a doctor or you know all kinds of other careers where they are doing this as mm. well uh, you know, and writing about things. So you have to find the right people to pitch and think really um, creatively. And what you, said, what, what you said in one of the talks that I saw you is look for a trend that you are either capitalizing on or running counter to if you're going to be talking to the media to make your story interesting, right? Yes, of course. And um, a good example that, of that is the China tariffs that affected like 3,000 categories from cots to um, cribs, including bicycles. So we saw that opportunity to leverage the news cycle and pitch the Pedago CEO as an expert on how the China tariffs will impact small business. So we ended up with two stories in the Wall Street Journal, CNBC, several placements on Fox. Oh, gosh, a lot of them. Fox Business. Fox Business, yeah. Uh -huh. Maria Bartiromo, right. After the Bell. They need experts to help make sense of right. trends. Makes it real. And news stories. Yes, and make it real for their audience. Right. How does this really impact people? Right. Mm -hmm. And so you were... Uh, that was great exposure that how else could he have gotten and could the brand have gotten on there if you guys hadn't connected the dots? You have to connect the dots. And, and it I was would, a real issue he was dealing with. Very serious issue over the last year. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, having your messaging clear on what you want to say, because you're going to be on air for like three minutes, maybe five minutes. If you're lucky. Yeah, if <laughs> right. you're lucky. So you need to know what you want right. to say, and it needs to be relevant, and you have to have a very good idea of what they're going to ask you. Right. And then how to answer. Well, isn't that part of what you guys do, though, with your clients, though, is you yes, kind of anticipate. We do the messaging and we do the, out, yeah. you know, we think of, we try to think of the most horrible questions the media might possibly ever ask. Right. So our clients are ready for the toughest stuff out there and right. how to turn and, that to a, uh, something they do want to share. And, and it would seem to me that they're trying not to be contentious many times. They're just trying to really get at the truth. So you just need to make it easy for them to get at the truth of your story. Yes. Right? And sometimes they have an idea of what the angle should be. Okay. And they try to pigeon, pigeonhole your client into that angle. Okay. And it may or may not be what the reality is. Right. So, yeah. yeah, this is one of the areas that I think you will be well served to work with a professional to properly get this. Because I think maybe the worst case is you get the media exposure and you mess it up, right? Yeah, and then it's yeah. out there and you, you your now, biggest chance. Living you, on the Internet forever more. Forever more. And yes. Yeah, so if, you're, if you really want to be serious about this, it's a pound of, you know, it's better to be planet versus just do it. So I exactly. couldn't recommend you more. What's the last one of the seven ways? Social media. And I know a lot of people think, oh, social media. I just set up my LinkedIn and walk away. But <laughs> social link media? Yeah. Well, LinkedIn is your business card to the world. 
the first thing people typically do when they meet you somewhere and they they, they want to connect with you, they go to LinkedIn, right. or they're they've heard about you, or they've been referred. They go to LinkedIn right. to see what is there. See not only what have you put on there about yourself in your profile, but what are you posting about? Are you publishing any articles? Do you have any awards listed? Do you mm-hmm. have any recommendations? Um, and you know how many uh, common connections do you have? What kinds of connections do you have? Because this is part of your credibility. It's your brand. It is your personal brand. And I would say LinkedIn is number one for that. Right. I see a lot of small and medium-sized CEO business owners or CEOs of these companies who don't think they need to have presence because they're sort of like inwardly focused and they get the attention to them because of the, you know, they're the business. A lot of service providers have great LinkedIn profiles and they're Mm -hmm. really out there because that's a marketing engine. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a disservice to a a small business owner or medium-sized company because candidates look at their LinkedIn profile too. You know, people want to make a decision, what kind of company am I going to? And if the leader has no social presence on LinkedIn, that may turn off some uh, millennials. Right. Not just candidates, but prospective partners out there, whether they're distribution channel partners or partners, you know, like we're talking about with Patago and Airstream, people go look at your LinkedIn. It's something you want to keep updated and you want to post regularly. At least have a current picture. It's amazing to me that people don't even have pictures sometimes on LinkedIn. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Okay, so do you have any other, we're running out of time, do you have any other resources or things available that you've developed to support this talk or how, if someone would like to learn more about it, do you have something else that you can give to them? Well, I will be speaking at a free business seminar in Carlsbad on Thursday, July 25th from 1 to 4. I'll be talking about three of the seven ways to get the free earned publicity, media relations, association, marketing, and case studies. I will provide some uh, handouts on how you can do this for yourselves. And otherwise, you can certainly contact me, and I'd be happy to, to chat with you. So see, she's practicing what she preaches by giving a talk, which was one of the seven ways, right? Absolutely. And here I am on the radio and show, And here you too. are on the radio show. On media relations. Well, two out of the seven, baby. <laughs> we're on a roll. Um, okay. What did you learn, if anything, as you were prepping? Because I know you have a nice how-to guide that you hand mm-hmm. out in the live talk. The seven ways to get earned media. Anything that you want to... I learned that a lot of business leaders are not taking advantage of these opportunities or they don't know about these opportunities and that it opened their eyes to share with them. And I saw the same thing. So my friend, how would someone find you online or connect you with you directly digitally? You can find our agency online at www.tandcomarketing.com or you can email me at terry, T-E-R-I, at tandcomarketing.com. Thank you for being a friend and a part of the community. It's been great to have you here to give some highlights from your talk. I highly recommend people find Terry when she's speaking and uh, or reach out to her and get the tools that she shared with my members of the Critical Mass community. Thank you, my friend. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Paul Roberts, for being the engineer of today's show and our three producers without whom I couldn't do this show, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and our newest producer, Nicole Terry. If you want to connect with me, I would ask you to connect with me on LinkedIn. As Terry said, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show i hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction you have been listening to critical mass radio show business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to ceos who are leading middle market companies with your host richard franzi